This is IGN. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is IGN. Paradise Lost Review by Tristan Ogilvie. Video games have had us infiltrating Nazi bases for decades now, but Paradise Lost takes a decidedly more tempered approach than the all-guns blazing action of Wolfenstein or Sniper Elite. Its underground bunker setting is almost completely desolate from the outset of the story, so the closest you'll ever come to having a rifle is when you're having a rifle through filing cabinets for clues to determine exactly what fate befell its inhabitants. Yet while I explored the often disturbing depths of Paradise Lost's swastika-adored subterranea with a sustained sense of morbid fascination, its frustratingly sparse approach to storytelling meant that my emotional investment in the plight of its characters remained permanently stranded on the surface. In Paradise Lost's alternate history setting, World War II continued through to 1960, allowing enough time for the Nazis to develop powerful atomic weapons in subterranean bunker facilities. Eventually, under pressure from the U.S. and Soviets, the Nazis unleashed a nuclear holocaust and retreated underground, reducing the entire European continent to an uninhabitable wasteland. Paradise Lost's story picks up 20 years later, when a 12-year-old Polish survivor named Simon enters one of these bunkers in search of a mysterious man who knew his late mother, and I felt an immediate pull to find out exactly who or what was lurking below. The eerie descent into Paradise Lost's cavernous expanse initially gives the impression that you're in for some kind of bunker-bound Bioshock, and this feeling is reinforced when Simon soon strikes up a two-way radio relationship with Ava, who plays an Atlas-style role in helping Simon navigate through each area while keeping her true motivations unclear. But there are no splicers or big daddies to fight as you pick through the remains of Paradise Lost's deserted dystopia. And for the most part, your actions are fairly basic and limited to reading letters, listening to audio logs, and pulling levers to power up any dormant mechanisms that impede your path forward. Outside of your interactions with Ava, which are reasonably engaging but generally restricted to the intercom microphones you come upon every once in a while, you're effectively left alone to try and piece together the narrative by scouring each office and hallway for as much information as you can. By far the most stimulating way to absorb a bit of the bunker's backstory is the handful of times you get access to an archaic EVE computer terminal, which provides you with black box-style recordings of the last moments of activity in any given area. EVE is the AI that controls the bunker's security and agricultural systems, among other things. And it's oddly fascinating to watch a critical moment in this place's history unfold on the terminal screen, in a flurry of human tracking heat maps and crisis management probability calculations. 
Curiously, these memory sequences are interactive, giving you control over where troops are deployed during a conflict between the Nazis and members of the Poland underground state, for example. These choices help to keep me engaged in the EVE interactions, and they do have slight implications for Simon's story, but I could never really understand exactly how I was able to manipulate events that had already taken place. I guess I must have missed that memo, and believe me when I say I read absolutely every memo I could get my hands on. In fact, I sought out and pored over every scrap of information I could find in Paradise Lost, and yet I still don't feel like I ever knew enough about the individuals on either side of its central conflict to really care about its outcome. At one point, Ava insists that Simon explores the cells where Polish women were held for heinous experiments in eugenics, in order to pay respect to their individual stories. But there's only so much you can learn when the sole interactive object in one cell is a used-up punch card and another has nothing but a half-finished crossword puzzle, leaving it hard to connect with their struggle. Such stingy storytelling is sadly consistent throughout Paradise Lost. Although the environments are extremely well-crafted, from artificial beach sides beneath looming rock ceilings to the disheveled dwellings of the living quarters, it's mostly all look but don't touch, with very little available for up-close examination. Paradise Lost is like a bag of Doritos. It looks dense from the outside, but once you actually open it up and reach around inside, it's surprising just how much of the space is unused. It's especially maddening just how often interactable drawers are completely empty when only one out of every ten or so can even be opened in the first place, particularly given the sluggish speed at which Simon lumbers around each room in search of story morsels. I was also frustrated by Paradise Lost's tendency to deliberately prevent you from fully exploring its environments. Some of the larger areas have two paths you can take through them, but opting for one means permanently foregoing the other, and any possible exposition it may be housing. Towards the story's end, you come upon three locked doors, each containing potentially vital clues, yet you're only given the means to open two of them. Why do this? If the sole point of your game is to tell a story, why intentionally cordon off chunks of it from us? If it's purely a decision to encourage repeat playthroughs, then it's not one with much payoff. I played through Paradise Lost's four-hour story a second time, choosing different paths and Eve choices the whole way through. And the only slightly altered outcome left me feeling equally indifferent. It certainly didn't help that the intermittent nature of Simon and Ava's radio chats meant I never bought into their bond, which becomes the primary focus towards the story's climax. With their sparse conversations not providing enough substance to grab onto, it all seemed a bit forced, and their fates just didn't feel as important to me as Paradise Lost seemed to expect they would. There were also some technical flaws present in the PC version that I played for review. Dialogue lines would often repeat, and on a couple of occasions I fell through the map, forcing a checkpoint restart. Since I opted to play with a controller, with the Y-axis inverted for look controls, I was disappointed to find that it also reversed my inputs when I was interacting with objects, meaning I had to counterintuitively push the thumbstick forward to pull down on a lever, or pull it back to push through a door. That's not how inverted camera controls should work. The Verdict Paradise Lost fails to take full advantage of its gripping premise and the haunting atmosphere of its setting falling short of the standard set by other first-person narrative experiences released in recent years. It's not as detail-rich as Gone Home. The radio-based relationship between its two leads never reaches the same level of intimacy as Firewatch, and its storytelling isn't nearly as inventive or interactive as that of What Remains of Edith Finch. I admire the imagination that's gone into realizing the architecture of its underground facility, 
but I just wish the scarcity of story detail and character development within it hadn't left me feeling colder than a concrete corridor. Paradise Lost gets a mediocre 5 out of 10. Spoken Layer Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.